I am so happy that you're able to join us for this extended interview. Make sure to visit theoffbeatlife.com. Again, that's theoffbeatlife.com to get more killer resources. Hey friend, are you looking to land a remote gig ASAP? Well, did you know that we not only have a ton of online jobs you can apply to on our site, but now we are also sending them straight to your inbox. I'm happy to announce that we will be sending our email subscribers legit online jobs every Wednesday. We have done hours of research so you don't have to. If you want to be the first one to hear about the remote gigs we find, go to theoffbeatlife.com to subscribe. Hey everyone, thank you so much for being here. I am back with Amanda, where today we're going to be talking about how to turn a side hustle into a full-time business. Hey, Amanda. Hey, hey, Debbie. Thank you for being here again. Before we get to your amazing tips and tricks, can you tell us about you and why you live an offbeat life? Yeah. My name is Amanda Smith. I'm the founder of Dallas Girl Gang, and I was a former teacher, taught for seven years, and just I always wanted to impact lots of people. So I've always been very multi-passionate, um, hence why I have things across the internet that are just, you know, multiplying, it seems. Um, but absolutely love what I do, podcasting, coaching, and um, bringing women together in community. Amazing. And this all started while you were still working as a teacher. You built up this great community. Can you take us through the process that you did? Because for people out there who know this, I mean, even if you don't, being a teacher is a really hard job to do. And on top of that, you're trying to also build a business. How did that work for you? Well, sometimes it didn't. (laughs) Sometimes it didn't really work. Um, Yes, teachers have a hard job. Not that other people don't have a hard job, but obviously I'm biased, especially during 2020 when the pandemic hit. And even now into 2021, things are happening and some kids are still at home learning. And so I was a teacher. I started in direct sales actually in 2015. And I was teaching and doing that. So I always had some kind of side hustle, it seems like. Love that. Moved back to Texas. And it was 2017, I started Dallas Girl Gang. And so as that grew, it meant a lot more work, you know, creating content and Instagram, managing our Facebook group. And then, you know, our group all of a sudden had thousands of people in it and I had my hands full. And so it was really difficult to manage when Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. to 4, I'm at work, you know, and those are like people's regular business hours. So if I need to communicate with like vendors or sponsors or brands or other companies that are working with us on stuff, that was really, really difficult. But I made it work during breaks that I had during the day, lunch break. uh, I would actually sometimes get there early before I had to check my business stuff, emails, make sure everything was like set up for the day and like automated as much as possible. Um, and then made sure that like for, for myself and where I was in my career with teaching, I did what I had to do. I, you know, did my job and then I went home. Thankfully as a music teacher, I did not have a lot of stuff I had to take home with me to work on. And so 
I was able to go right home, dive into working on my business, um, which some people are like, how would you be able to do that? Aren't you so tired? Well, yeah, like teaching exhausts you. Kids are psycho. But I was so ready at the end of the day to get to the stuff that I wanted to do that I was almost like I caught a second wind. And so I made it work with, with my schedule. And for three years, basically, I worked on Saturdays. I worked every Saturday on business because, you know, there just wasn't the time during the week. So how did you actually create systems for yourself so you do avoid the burnout? Because that's a lot of things to do and also expect from yourself. Yeah, it is a lot. Well, I will say this. I didn't really avoid burnout very well. I learned the hard way. And that's part of my personality, like who I am. Um, Recently, I've been learning a little bit about human design. So if anybody knows anything about that, that's my, one of my things is I have to learn through experience. And so um, I did everything that I, that I possibly could. I am the queen of Google. I feel like as, as far as like Google drive, keeping things in different folders, spreadsheets, documents, things like that. I wouldn't say that I kept it organized in the beginning, but had amazing opportunities later on to bring on people and help me do that. But keeping things in my calendar at all times, there was a point where I was even scheduling like, okay, this is what I'm going to eat today. This is when I'm going to take a nap, or this is when I'm going to go take a walk. I need to call so-and-so like everything is always in my Google calendar. And so if you're using platforms like Calendly to schedule calls, schedule meetings, I use a platform now called Sunsama and it is absolutely incredible. I don't know. It was in beta testing for a while. I don't know if it still is, but it's a really incredible platform. It integrates with Calendly, with Google, with um, Asana. Asana is another platform that I use to keep myself organized with projects. I mean, literally I'm looking at my screen and my saved um, bookmarks are all in my bar. Um, So Sunsama, uh, Calendly, Asana, um, and then obviously Canva, getting graphics organized. Planoly is a huge time saver because I can just write my posts and schedule them out in the platform. And then for client management stuff, we use Dubsado to create contracts, agreements, invoicing, you know, communicating with clients, their whole project, the process, any documents, things like that. And so I found the systems that worked for me. And now it's just like second nature. I can switch back and forth between these platforms because now I know I had to learn how to use them. And so those are some of the suggestions I have, but really sticking to your time and saying no to things that aren't going to help you move the needle and aren't going to give you space to rest. So if it's like, Hey, we're doing this fun Friday book club, blah, blah, blah. Every, you know, every Friday at three o'clock. Well, if that's not really helping your life and your business, like that's something you're going to have to say no to. So those are some of my tips. Amazing. Now for you, Amanda, how much were you able to save or even earn from your side hustle before you felt comfortable enough to do this full time? That's a really good question. I actually scaled my business past $100,000 before I went full time. Some people would probably pull the trigger before that, but we really wanted to be conservative. Now, especially knowing that, okay, this is a six figure business, um, you know, and, and, and that trajectory, 
it just makes it feel so much more secure. I think some people are probably thinking, oh, well, you know, in my corporate job, I make 50,000. So I want to hit 50,000 and then I'm out. Well, as a business owner, $50,000 doesn't mean you're keeping all of that. And so really being strategic about what are you saving? What are you spending? Taxes, all of those things. But we went above and beyond and and saved more even in, in savings and scaled past six figures um, before I quit. Amazing. I love that. And what has been the biggest lesson that you have learned as a side hustler turned CEO? Oh gosh. Even when my business was not, it wasn't what I was doing full time. I still treated it like a full time business because it was, it was absolutely still like 40 hours a week, so much work, all the things, especially when the revenue matched and surpassed like what I was doing as a teacher, really having the mentality, even before you're making that money or you're, you have those goals um, accomplished, treating your business like a full-time business, regardless of if you're still in a full-time corporate job or something, you're the CEO, you filed for the LLC, you know, you registered, whatever you bought the domain and built the brand. Like you are a business owner. And so don't treat it like it's a side hustle or it's probably going to stay that way. I love that. It's like preparing for the actual goal, the eventuality Mm -hmm. of it all. So that makes a lot of sense. Thank you so much, Amanda, for being here with us and for sharing with us all of your knowledge. If our listeners want to know more about you, where can they find you? Yeah, you can find me at Amanda Zendalis on Instagram. I'm hanging out there all the time. My links are in my bio. And then all things Dallas Girl Gang are on Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest, and YouTube, and then the Girl Gang Podcast. Perfect. Thank you so much. We really appreciate it. Thanks so much, Debbie. I hope you enjoyed this extended interview with Amanda. Make sure to visit theoffbeatlife.com. Again, that's theoffbeatlife.com to get the full interview where she shares how she left a secure job in education to become a remote CEO. Hey friend, have you been wanting to start a podcast? I know it can be overwhelming in the beginning. Believe me, I have been there. Lucky for you, we have created a new site called howtocreatepodcast.com that shares a ton of freebies that can help you get started. From launching, growing to monetizing, we share it all in one place. Visit howtocreatepodcast.com for more information. Thanks for joining me on this extended interview. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review on iTunes. We can also chat some more on Facebook at The OB Life. I'll talk to you soon.